Welcome to the Doe Valley Ministry Podcast, where you can find faithful teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Our scripture reading this morning is 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives, when they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear. Do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart, with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. For in this manner in former times the holy women who trusted in God also adorned themselves, being submissive to their own husbands. As Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are in, whose daughters you are if you do good and are not afraid with any terror. Husbands likewise dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers may not be hindered. So our topic this morning is holy living. And that is kind of part of the broader topic of Peter's letter. Last week we looked at some of the obligations that Christians have to this world. And we make, and when we make Jesus the cornerstone of our life, we live for Him, we live like Him, we live with Him. So we get all of the examples of living a holy life by and through Christ. We live as He lived. As we said, Christ is the perfect example of life. He didn't seek revenge when He was wrong. In fact, He loved His enemies, and that's what He tells us to do as well. Christ endured the cross and the suffering that came to him as he carried out God's will. And that is something that each of us should be prepared to do as well. Christ submitted himself to God. Christ submitted himself to the authorities of this world as far as those laws didn't violate God's laws. And Peter continues this script, this, this theme in our scripture this morning of holy living, as I mentioned. But no, only now, instead of talking about holy living and righteous living as a citizen of a country, he switches to that of the family nature. How you live holy in a family setting. And first he talks to wives. He says, wives, submit to your husbands. And no doubt that is one of the scriptures that has been abused throughout the centuries and is still abused today as well. It does not say, wives, let your husbands beat you. Wives, let your husbands abuse you. It doesn't mean that, nor is that implied at all. It doesn't mean that men are better than women. That is not the case. Women are not inferior to men. We are all equal with Christ and through Christ. So how are women to be submissive to their husbands? Well, actually, that's a very easy answer. But it's 
sometimes tough to do. Women are to love their husbands. Simple. Even and especially if they're not Christians. In fact, that's what Peter says. If your husband is not a Christian, you can win your unbelieving husband over to Christ by simply submitting yourself to him and loving him. Submission is tough for us because we all want to be in charge. We all want to be the ruler. We all want to have the say. But part of being a Christian is submitting yourself to other people. Part of being a wife is submitting to your husband. Submitting yourself to another person means serving them. And I know it kind of sounds sexist today, but you know what? Whenever you're with someone that you love, you don't mind serving them. And especially when you have a kind, loving, caring, and compassionate spouse. Serving them is a wonderful thing. And even if, is, if your spouse isn't so wonderful, isn't so kind, isn't so caring, isn't so compassionate, then serving them shows that you're living a holy life and what holiness is like. And when you do that, a Christian brings God's blessings to the entire household. Peter moves on from there and tells the women to focus on their inner beauty more than their outer beauty. Because inner beauty is precious to God. It shows what your heart is like to others. It's that gentle, it's that kind, it's that meek, it's that humble spirit. That's inner beauty. And notice those are also some characteristics of Christ. And today, one of the things I think that we are doing with our children which we will no doubt see the consequences of in the future, is we're not letting them develop that inner beauty. We don't take the time to let them develop that. We don't let our boys be boys, and we don't let our girls be girls. I know when I was riding a bike when I was young, we did dangerous stuff. I didn't wear a helmet. I didn't wear elbow pads. I didn't wear knee pads. We did jumps and all kinds of crazy stuff. Now, parents get in trouble if they let their kids do that. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying, let the kids be kids. Let boys be boys. Let girls be girls. Let them develop themselves rather than us molding them into what we think society, what they should be in society. The world pulls us all in these different directions. And we don't have time to even let ourselves grow in our faith and changing our lifestyles to reflect Christianity. People are more focused on their inner beauty. They don't want their kids to have scraped elbows and maybe a couple scars on their face or, or whatever. And obviously, I wouldn't want my child to be hurt either. But you know what? All the scars that I have, I can tell you what I did wrong. And how I got that scar. And I learned my lesson. Because I got those scars. And I think that's part of our children we're missing out on. 
We're not letting them develop, especially their inner beauty. We're not letting them develop characteristics. We focus on the outer beauty. And it kind of happens to us as adults as well. You know, when you think of your morning routine, or think back whenever you had a morning routine, maybe when you had to get up to be somewhere, to work or to whatever. And it, even just in general, it probably takes most of us probably about an hour to get ready every morning. Get a shower, we pick out some clothes, maybe we shave, maybe we fix our hair, so on, whatever it is. But it probably takes us about an hour to prepare ourselves physically. Now think about the amount of time that you take each day and each morning focusing on your inner beauty, focusing on God, focusing on making a difference, focusing on a Christ-like life. There are many examples of this inner beauty throughout the Bible. We've studied Ruth recently, and that definitely showed the inner beauty that she had. She was submissive. She was faithful. She was loyal. We've looked at Esther as well. And she too was submissive and faithful. She stood up for what was right. She was submissive, but she stood up for what was right. And not just for her, and not just for her family, but for her entire race. Ruth and Esther, as well as many other examples in the Old Testament, especially, our example of holy living. And living that holy, that pure life simply doesn't benefit us, but as we are blessed, the blessings and benefits pour from us to others. People see us, and people want to be around us to see an example of a Christ-like life, a life that's not focused on worldly desires, worldly pleasures, worldly stuff. It lets them know that there is something more out there. Becoming holy takes a lifetime. You don't become holy overnight. And even at that, we won't know perfect holiness until we are with our Lord. We're not perfect, and we won't be perfect while we're here. But like Paul says, we will press on towards that mark. Our own John Wesley thought that you could achieve perfect uh, holiness in this life. And on his deathbed, he realized that you cannot. God sanctifies us. He sets us apart from our sin. He forgives our sin. But we have a responsibility too. We can't knowingly do the sin and knowing that God is going to forgive us. We can't say, oh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to sin, and then right after I'm done sinning and having fun, I'm going to just ask God for forgiveness, and all is well. While God will give us forgiveness, that's not what He wants. We have a responsibility to avoid that sin. We must flee from the temptations that trap us. And we can only do this through constantly relying on God's strength. Our actions speak louder than our words. 
And we seem to learn this at a very young age. Children can sense when something is wrong. Maybe by the tone of our voice, the look on our face, or whatever it is. We don't even realize what we're doing. But children know. And maybe you've seen it. I uh, Last uh, week, uh, my, my brother and his, his family were up, I think I told you, and they have a four-year-old daughter, and Walking through the woods, of course, they live in Florida, the city, there's no woods. And even if there were woods, you couldn't walk in them because of alligators and all kinds of crazy creatures. But she wanted to walk through the woods because that's something she doesn't get to do. Well, she's not used to walking through the woods, so she would trip and fall and hit sticks and rocks and things like that. And she would fall on rocks, say, for example, and hit her knees, bang her knees. And any time her mother or father was there, in particular her mother, mother's a little more caring and compassionate, I guess, her mother would immediately jump and, and like, oh, are you okay, are you okay, and kind of a worried concern, and the girl would start to cry. When I was in the woods with her and she fell, it would be like, uh-oh, did that stick jump up and get you? It was no problem. She didn't get her. She didn't start to cry. See, she sensed that something was wrong when her mother showed immediate concern for her. Well, in reality, you just fall down a little bit and you get a little hurt. Stings for a minute or two and you move on. So children can sense things in adults. And our actions speak louder than our words. Our lifestyle and our love for others can open the eyes of others to see that there is more to life than just accumulating stuff and having fun. So that's what Peter tells. He gives out his first six verses to women. But as he tells us in verse 7, all that stuff applies to men as well. And not just men, but all Christians and all people. Finally, in verse 7, Peter gives the men, gives the husbands some advice. He says, you husbands in the same way live with your wives. In other words, everything I just told your wife to do to you, you have to do to your wife as well. We must love our wives. We must be sensitive to their needs, to their fears, to their feelings. We're to make our wives' needs our needs. And believe it or not, marriage is the best earthly relationship that life has to offer. Our wives are companions, and we're to cultivate that relationship. Not only is that what God wants, but Peter tells us that our prayers would not be hindered when we have a right relationship with our spouse. But the idea of all this is submission is a requirement for all Christians. We're to submit to the authorities over us, the government, the people in charge, the boss at work, our employers. We're to submit to each other as believers. And we'll see that as well, some of the requirements of submission in the church next time. We're to submit to our spouse. 
But of course, above all of these things, we are to submit to God. We're to make His will our will. And we're to live the life that He wants us to live. And He gave us an example of that life through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let us close with prayer this morning. Lord, we thank You for that perfect example of life that You have given us to model our lives after. We want to be holy and we want to live that life, but we are weak and we fall into temptation in this dark world. Make Your presence known to us that we may live the holy life that You have for us and help us to give up our selfish desires and focus our attention on others. Help us to live by your Spirit and not by our flesh. And use us to bring others to you. Through your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.